Hey, Jason. How many homes are we looking at today? I don't even know. That's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender help buyers, sellers, and real estate professionals to understand the ins and outs of real estate. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I'm Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. And today we're talking about how to do an amazing search for a home. Yeah, how to find your home. Yeah. This yeah. is what you do. Where to start, how, how to do this. I mean, this is gonna come from the point of perspective of, I wanna now go look at moving, or I wanna do some research on moving. How do you do that effectively so where you don't get frustrated, you don't waste your time, mm -hmm. and you know which direction to even go in. And so, this is like with or without an agent. So these are the things yeah. you need to know, because like there's agents out there and there's realtors who do a good job and who do a really crappy job. <laughs> so this maybe this is a DIY, but this, this is information you need to know. Yes. So let's let's start at the very beginning. I make I make loads of money at my day job. Um, I'm going to go buy a five hundred thousand dollar house. Cool. Sound good? I like let's it. Go. Let's well, go. Well, let me let me bring that real quick. So this past weekend, I was just talking to a friend of mine, and uh, he he came and said, "Hey, I want to start looking at buying a home. How do I do this?" And he, he I mean, he knew me, and I said. <clears throat> He goes, well, I, I said, I can't help you because I'm not in your state. I'm not licensed in your state. Uh, Which is a super so interesting topic because I, I know a lot about real estate. Legally, I'm not licensed to it. So like, you know a ton about real estate, but in that state, you're not licensed. I, I'm not, And but I said these basics apply the no matter where you were at. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where he went, oh, cool. And we started off. One was financing and I said, you're not ready to buy for another year. You've told me that because of, you're just emotionally not ready to do anything yet. He's still renting and that's fine. But I said, I don't care. Go talk to a lender right now. And he was like, why would I talk to a lender a year in advance when I know that I'm ready to buy? And I said, well, here's, here's the thing. Do you want to find out the information now of what you can't do? because you, you screwed something up in your credit or you forgot this or you didn't turn in this document or you don't even have access to this document? Or do you wanna find that when you're emotionally ready to actually go purchase and then you go and look at homes and then you go and talk to a lender because you found a new construction that you wanna go buy. And the lender goes, hey, do you have this document? And you go. Oh, yeah. Or what, what <laughs> the payment really is and what the implications really are. And sure, you can afford, afford the principal and interest, but what about the escrows? What about the HOA? What about utilities? Yeah. What, like, where does everything really stack up? And like, maybe you're using all your credit cards and maxing them out. And a, a, the simple tweaks to your credit will make a huge difference in the interest rate. And it just takes a month or two to do, mm -hmm. but you do that a year before you start looking. And then when you're ready, everything's lined up rather than, yeah. oh shoot, I need to make some changes. Well, and he said, he went, okay, well I got, I understand that and my finances are pretty good in the order. I said, well, it doesn't matter because you could be great now, but now you'll know what they are going to actually pull later. So you'll mm -hmm. know not to make this purchase or not to go do this or don't go spend this giant Christmas bonus on this debt just because <laughs> you, you want to and it'll start making a decision. Are you wanting to buy an investment home? 
Are you wanting to buy a townhome? Are you wanting to buy a condo? Are you wanting to go buy two places? Which is the other thing, like when you're talking to a lender, let them know what type of property you're gonna buy because sure you may be approved to 500,000. Um, but that's only 500,000 as a single family residence. And no HOA. And no HOA, or like, cause you buy that same price point as a fourplex, your interest rate changes, your down payment requir requirement changes. So what what is your theory? What are you chasing? And what are the implications of that? So what's the next step? After you've talked to a lender, you go and chat with them and they give you where to go. And you have a price point of saying, hey, right now, you're only good for say, let's say 500. Yeah. But you want to buy something bigger. And the lender says, if you want to get to 650, this is what you have to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can't touch this right now at all. But in a year, if you want to get to 650, this is what you will need to do. Okay. And so you say that. Okay, good. Now, where do you go? Talk to your friends and family. This is like one of those things, like a personality test. Like you think you're a certain way and then your friends are like, no, no, you're actually not as amazing as you think you are. Like maybe you're more, but like say, ask your parents, like, what do you like? Ask your friends, what do you like about your house? What do you not like? You know, and you're going to get, you're going to get some, you're going to get a lot of information. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get some really good feedback. So kind of sort it and then start making a list of what you want, what you think you want. And that is the most important thing. I mean, who's buying this house? Is it your dad? Is it your mom? Is it your best friend? Well, who's buying and no. living there? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is who's going to be living there? And we, as agents, we're often the babysitters for a massive entourage. And that's <laughs> fine. You can bring your entourage. It's not a problem. Yeah. Um, but you got to remember, their input is only as valuable as what they've seen on the last episode of HGTV. HGTV. <laughs> because... That's the way they're looking at the house. They're not looking at it as a place to live. You are looking at it as a place to live. Although your parents are gonna know, like one of my one of my favorite things in a house is it has to have a round. So like a connected kitchen, living room, dining room area where you can run around in circles. Because <laughs> that's like, what little kids do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like it may get irritating while you're cooking dinner, but if my kids oh. can run around and not be Huge too in the way they're entertained for a while. I know where they are yeah. and, and they like being there. So stuff like that, like I, I didn't really notice in, until I started looking for house and like my kids are driving me freaking crazy. They're in and out, <laughs> in and out because there's nowhere for them to run around. Okay, so let's talk about one of the other, uh, often uh, a piece of this transaction. Let's talk about having an agent. You know, mm -hmm. like we obviously are agents totally biased. You should sign up with us. We'll <laughs> yeah. help you. Use us for your next home purchase. But the fact We're is the you, you don't have to use an agent, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes agents will tell you that. We're transparent. You don't have to use us. Um, what is the advantage of using an agent? Really, that's what it comes down to. Why would you want to use an agent versus maybe uh, go as an unrepresented buyer? A UB. Didn't we, is that what we called it in our last one? <laughs> a UB? <laughs> We're coining, coining a phrase. Yes. Well, so the advantage of using an agent is making sure, it, well, a lot of it is just efficiency. Like they've done this dozens, well, hundreds of times. We'll bring this back real quick. What is the advantage of using a good agent who there is up to date on the market Yes. and who knows the area? Yeah, because okay? that's, that's a big thing. Those, like, are, those are huge. Just, we'll use my buddy for an example. He goes, well, just go get licensed out here because I trust you. I said, I can go do that. I can go get licensed in six months, no problem. Mm -hmm. By the sure. time you're ready. I do not know Maryland. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't know it. I've never lived there. I've never been there. I can help him out. How effective am I actually going to be in helping him? Legally, I can. We. I see that in appraisals all the time. Like it's on this side of the tracks. It's in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Because of that, the value fluctuates drastically. You know. Yeah. They don't. You don't know. You know about I, the area, and that's where it comes back to an agent. Your dad may have a family friend who does real estate on the side and he does a deal a year. Yeah, he'll treat you right. That's not that's not the problem. The problem is, is he going to get you the best buy? Is right. he gonna get you the best <clears throat> deal? So don't just use somebody because you know of them or there. You still interview them. And we'll talk about this in another video more. Yeah, but yeah. look into that and the, don't be afraid to ask the lender. Hey, what agents have you used? That's actually like yes. I highly recommend. Like it's all backwards, but if you talk to a lender first, this lender has worked with multiple agents. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, gee. Anyway, and they should know <laughs> like this guy works in that area, this guy doesn't. You'll you'll match the personality better of this, you know, what do you want? Yeah. So it's it's a really good place to start. Rarely happens so, that way though. So an agent can bring a lot of geographic experience. They can bring a lot of contract or maybe just Hopefully like negotiating experience yeah. and stuff like that. And basically you're using the uh, real estate agent to increase your efficiency going through the home search process and to reduce your liability. Those mm-hmm. are the two big things that an agent brings to the party. And you know, even better if they're like fun to get along with and stuff like that. Because you're going to be. I can't stress that enough because I've seen contracts that are written, um, well, just flat out poorly and wrong because they don't understand the implications of the sections. But even ones that are written accurately, that are too wordy and hard to understand, Mm -hmm. and and knowing what that does, it's really handy to use an agent. So an agent knows the homes, knows what's going in the area, knows the value. Uh, help you refine the search because like you can you can hop on and there's good sites out there and I don't know if we want to name them by names but they're getting really good at at value and stuff like that but the thing you need to realize is so if I've if I've got a, a website that draws clientele by advertising homes it would be to the advantage of that website to get the homes on as soon as possible yeah. show huge inventory and then and then take them off <clears throat> sometime yeah, because the more stuff you have, the more marketable it is. And so I've I've seen people say, "Hey, well, more of these guys show us this home, show us this home, show us this home. Look, they're on this website, but actually they're sold." Well, and this kind of comes back to we we've found no matter what pe- people we end up working with, and they're even if they're using an agent, uh, you're going to still look on yourself you're gonna still look for yourself, you know, whether it's a KSL or Craigslist or Facebook or one yeah. of these websites, there's, you're still going to do it because you're focused and you're excited about doing something. And you're gonna start sending us listings and homes and we wanna go do what this, we this wanna one? do what this. this, this and you go look at 15 homes. Your agent, you've hired them to ask you the tough questions and go, Jason, you don't <laughs> want a house with four inch thick white quartz countertops. You think you do, but you keep complaining about how white this kitchen is every time we go and look at the home. But that's the only house you keep sending me. Yeah, We're not looking at these anymore. If you're looking at a bunch of homes, it gets hard to focus on what you really want. So it's important uh, to have your list of what you want, have your agent know what you want so they can refine it. Because you look at so many and you lose focus. 
So, uh, King West has a that's, theory. That's right here. Yeah. So the theory is the King method. Okay, and we this is our favorite way of doing stuff because you have to have a strategy in place. Without strategies or a directive of which way you want to happen, which way you want to go, you get lost in confusion, Squirrel. like what Jason was saying. Yeah. So you need to go, when you go and look at a home, as you walk through that home, you need to prepare yourself that you're going to make an offer on that home as you walk out that front door. Your Are goal, you buying it right now? Your goal is to buy a home. This is your criteria. Does this home meet the criteria? Yeah, yeah. and you don't necessarily have to, to do that, um, but you have to know, am I going to do this? And so, as you go to the first home, if you've only seen one home, that's your king. You're buying that, a home, that's this what is you're the buying. home, boom. Now you go look at second home. You compare it directly to the first home. Nope, still like the first home better. Gut feeling, that's what we're still buying. You go look at number three and four. You get to number four, hey, I like four better now. My gut feeling is, let's move on to, it may be smaller, maybe larger, for whatever reason. The feeling of the home, you like this one better. It is now number one. Number one went down to number two. Now you have a one-two spot. Right. Only compared to the home that you're actually gonna buy. You're not buying the 10th home on your list. No, stop yeah. Stop using that as a comparison. You're, get rid of it. You're, you're built, you get rid of it out of your brain because you're gonna get so many to there that you're gonna get confused. Yeah, we call that we call that home blur. That's because every every home has a roof, every home has a front door, every home has a garage. Well, I guess not every, but with all the homes that you're seeing, they all start to blur together. And nobody can remember the difference of the carpet or the kitchen countertops so or the anything. They all blur together. Pick your one, the king. This is the one. Does this does the home the next home you're looking at meet or beat it? Yep, yeah. that's like, it. It's a very simple strategy. A couple homes in your mind, and but that's when it. you put it together, every one of our clients afterwards have said that saved us so much mental headache yeah. as we went through this process. The biggest cost of business across the board is your emotional capacity. Yeah. So it's not time, it's not money, it's how much can you handle. And if you're keeping that down, you'll speed up everything else. And be yeah. just happy. You'll have fun doing it. So, so let's actually talk about that a little bit. Um, we just spoke with a, a client, uh, or the, they're now a client, but they have been talking through a lot of different homes, kind of going out and seeing homes, not really on their own, because they can't get into a house without an agent, right? Or it's, it's a lot harder to get into a house without an agent. But they, they've gone out and they've seen quite a bit of homes, right? And they are starting to get fatigued. And this is a real thing, like buyer fatigue, home buyer fatigue, it's a real thing. And what happens is they'll start going through all these homes and they get discouraged because, oh gosh, this is like the 40th home I've been to. And I like this one, but I've made an offer, there's been multiple offers, and, and I didn't get it. And they just get more and more and more fatigued. And what will eventually happen is they'll put an offer on a house that they're just settling on. Yeah. And they don't like it. They don't actually like they, this house. It's just, house. we gotta get something. Uh-huh. And that's the danger of buyer fatigue. And so, I mean, Eric said earlier, like we wanna make sure that we're asking the hard questions as agents. That's why you're paying us. But to ask you, why is it that this is now the new king? Why is it that we're looking at this house? Or we've gone and seen, you know, four or five homes and you're not willing to make an offer on any of them? We're, we're not looking at the right homes. Mm -hmm. right. We Straight need up. to refine that. 
and and make sure that we're showing you homes only that you're willing to make an offer on. I mean, that's ideal, right? Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're getting stressed out, taking time, time off of work, finding babysitters, all sorts of things. So let's think about that as you're going to search that. And that's where building a strategy, talking to professionals, that can help. If you choose to do it on yourself, that's fine. Be organized. Look at how you're doing stuff, but you still have to case. You still have to take certain steps in order to make yeah. a, a good experience when buying a home that's not 100% emotionally driven. So, what did we learn today? Well, my key takeaway is to make sure that you have a strategy as you're going through and looking at these homes. Make sure that you have. You don't have to necessarily have it written down, but you need to have a strategy as you're looking for those homes. It's important to get input from everyone who's important to you and then take that input to feed what you want most and run off that list. Instead of clear plan of action, talking to a lender, starting your home search, taking some emotion out of it, and then purchasing the home in a smart way of doing it. We hope this video helps in your home search. Is there something that you've used that's been helpful? Comment below and share this video with your entourage. If you wanna get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. Security Home Mortgage and MLS number is 178787. Jason Christiansen and MLS number is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Through all of our yeah, discussion. Yeah, all your ridiculousness? Like, yes. Well, I was only ridiculous for like the last two minutes. No. <sighs> Tyler, how many homes are we looking at today? Uh, like 14? <laughs> no, sorry again, sorry. We would love to help you in your home search, but if you choose to go out on your own, good luck. Share this video. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, share this video with a friend. And keep that to a minimum, but there's also a theory as you're looking at houses, this is Gary. What the fuck? <laughs> So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that one right there. <laughs> so just really quickly, for my benefit, I'm not sure what I learned today. What, what did I learn today? You better oh, think of, so I'm not gonna tell you what you learned, because I keep telling you and you still wear the scarf. <laughs> what do you tell him? Take the, take the scarf, take it off, take it all off. Okay. Oh, that side of the table. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's this side of the table. Of course it is. I'm looking at camera. I still am, too. I just can't remember. <laughs>